Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 82 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate first watch, rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. And today we're going over season four, episode 16, 2010, aka The Future, seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> My aka was. And we're walking. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Because, like, I'm quoted that so many times in so many situations. It's pretty great. And we're walking. You know what it's perfect for? Disney. Oh, I said it at Disney a many times. Yeah. Probably the worst tour guide ever. I'd be like, I'm done. Oh, I'm done touring with you. What I normally say it is if, like, the the line is stopped and all of a sudden the line starts moving and we're walking. (laughs) That's almost a guarantee. But, yeah, I've been on a couple of tours here or there when I visit places. The worst tour. I am not one to stick with the group, guys. (laughs) Don't come with me if you're hoping to get information from the tour person because I'm like, no, I can read. Gotta go. Can I tell you the worst tour I've been on? And it was not because of the tour guide. Okay. It was because of my father. Oh, my. (laughs) We went to the Hoover Dam. (laughs) The dam. So, damn, damn. And so many damn questions (laughs) about the damn tour. (laughs) Like... Bad, like the worst possible. Well, that's like dad joke heaven. It is dad joke heaven. Yeah, and I, I mean, am it a was open mic that night tells for him. The worst dad joke. Yes, yeah. I mean, he was at the comedy store. I was like <laughs> in, in the nineteen eighties. Yeah, can I jump off this damn <laughs> this tour? damn damn? <laughs> My favorite tour was the one that's gonna send me straight to hell because we went to the Vatican. And there was, <laughs> yeah. and there was a line to get into a thing and then our tour guide went I'm gonna get you guys in this other way because there was only like five of us yeah. in the English speaking tour All yes. the other the big tour was like the French speaking tour for some yeah. reason and so there's like five of us it's like well it was French day at the Vatican yeah exactly and so so it's us and like this Danish kid and like a, a you know and like a British kid yeah and and she's like we're gonna go this way and I was like we're cutting in line at the Vatican we're breaking rules at the Vatican. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's that's not good. <laughs> that's a bad time. Listen, it was officially sanctioned rule breaking though that's true. at the Vatican. That's so fair. You to get a pass. Yeah. No, yeah. but my dad at the at and the damn tour was basically <laughs> trying to find damn jokes the tour guide hadn't heard yet. Like that was his mission. Wow. <laughs> Dads and the be tour dads. guide was like, "Dad, to be dad in, please, please, please don't. Please excuse your dad from please, this tour. Please don't. I have heard them all before. That's when you leave. You gotta go. <laughs> um, I don't know this daddy's not mine. <laughs> I've tried that before. <laughs> I love you, Dad. Uh, so this episode first aired on January third, two thousand. Uh, first episode of the new year, and if you count correctly, the new millennia. <sighs> Triggered. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm one of those people. <laughs> Triggered. You don't count from one to nine, from zero to ninety nine. Yeah, you do. I'm Aztec blood. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Boom. Anyone else doesn't count from zero 
fantastic. My inverted me. It started zero. <laughs> Be fair. Zero started in many places That's around true. the world. Yeah. Have you been writing the zero so, book? So what you're saying is a lot of people start with zero. <laughs> and thus the terror podcast ended. <laughs> and thus we killed each other. Yeah. <laughs> hey, as long as we don't start the... We're, I think we're at least on the same side of the GIF-GIF debate. Oh, yes. So yeah. that we yeah. don't have to worry Definitely. about. Definitely. No, we're good. We're good. I, I only... I only pretend to fight the zero one because I am the, from the class of 2000. Yeah. And I, I need it. No. <laughs> I need to feel special. You can feel special by being the last of the previous millennia. That's fair. Last yeah. of the... <laughs> you are so good, they just couldn't do any more. Couldn't do any... Oh, I like... Oh, good spin. Yeah. For Nixie. <laughs> All right, let's get on it. All righty. So, uh, written by Brad Wright, directed by Andy Mitka. Um, and Gary Jones, by the way, he keeps popping up and he's just a regular <laughs> cast member, so don't mention him. But he yeah. finally has a first name. Yeah. We're calling him Walter all this time, and he finally has the name of Walter. Uh, it's not quite his final name. He still has Davis on his badge. Um, oh. He eventually will be Harriman because once they named him Walter, apparently they found out that there was a guy in the Air Force named Walter Davis. Whoa. So they had to change it. Whoa. So at some point in a few seasons, change it to Harriman. So, so maybe to- the real Walter Davis also works in a Stargate program. <laughs> probably. <gasps> probably. Conspiracies. Um, and yes. I'm all about the paranoia today. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, as I mentioned previously, he is named Walter after Radar O'Reilly. Like it. So, it. Christopher Cousins plays Joe. Okay. He might look familiar from here because he's been in everything. He does look familiar. Okay, well, there's two things you may have known him from. Okay. One of them is Glee. Oh. Um, he was Superintendent Bob Harris. Oh. Yes. As a musical theater <laughs> fan, I watched the first season. Yeah. And then yeah. fell off. Yeah. I tried. Uh, I tried. I just really liked Finn. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And He's, rest yeah. in peace, Cory Monty. Um, um. And there's a few people on the show that I don't like. Yeah. Um, so, but you most likely recognize him from another show, which is in no way similar to Glee, Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh. <gasps> He was oh. Ted Beneke, who had that little twist oh, with Skyler. That's who, right. Who hired her back and was cooking oh, his books and that's... ended up with a broken neck. Oh, I gotta go watch Breaking Bad. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've considered rewatching that because I, oh, yeah. I keep trying it's to get into it. Better Call Saul and I just can't. It's not for me either, but yeah. If you have not done a rewatch of Breaking Bad, it's definitely just as wild well, of a ride. I was late to come to it, so okay. we started it late and we binged it. We binged it so quickly, like we started it when the last the last half season came gotcha. back, okay. and we binged it so quickly. We watched the last episode live. Nice. Well, yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't actually have Amos. Uh, one of my best friends decided to get married on the day of the last episode. Oh, that's so. <laughs> Kind of like how one of our best best friends is getting married on the season premiere of uh-huh. Game, of, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. Yeah, these great people doing all these great things on very important days for these introvert lives. So we're going to go missing for about an hour yeah. in the middle of the reception. We did not have to do that. Yeah, <laughs> break out the iPad and uh, watch Game of Thrones. Gotta go. See you guys in an hour and change. <laughs> well, the long episodes are apparently seven and eight. Okay. It's like 71 and 81 minutes or gotcha. something like this. Gotcha. So, um, but yeah, he's, he uh, often does that acting thing that Christopher Cousins, um, <laughs> he has a quite a long, uh, quite a long list. 
Um, and yes, obviously, 2001 is is kind of reference to Odyssey 2, the book. Um, <laughs> in that book, interestingly enough, they also, and I think this is where the nice little crossover happens, or reference, homage, if you will, they okay. also convert Jupiter into a second sun at the end of the novel. Oh. And they name the new sun Lucifer. Whoa. And there's also Stargates in 2010. But they're very different. Whoa. They're called Stargates. They are very different things. Nice. But the term is... I'll have to check that out. There. Maybe. Uh, it seems like a really bad omen to name a son Lucifer. Yes. And... That's probably it, the point. Yes. Okay. Got that it. was kind of the I'm, point I'm there in, now. In that Slow film. on the uptake today. <laughs> um, I mean, it's Arthur C. Clarke. Like, I, I love... Um, I love... Uh, I love Arthur C. Clarke. But yeah, he is... Um, if you're not used to reading that type of science fiction, it can get sometimes a okay. bit dry. Gotcha. Just as a heads up. Boom. And now I'm going, and I know, I know I'm right, but now I'm going, it was not so hard, right? <laughs> I was like, I know my science fiction authors, but in that moment I was triple guessing myself, which is never a thing to do, guys. Don't triple guess yourself. Stop. You know you've read 2010. You know it was R.C. Clark. I apologize. Anyways, <laughs> so the episode. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> we start with the newspaper. The Washington Examiner with the headline, A Shen Promise Anti-Aging, or, or Deliver Promise Anti-Aging Vaccine Worldwide. I think I read that headline wrong, because that doesn't okay. make any sense. Uh, the subtitle says, New Alliance Will End Aging in a Matter of Months, with a photo that looks a lot like Sam at first glance. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's why we know it's not the future. There's actual newspapers that people are reading. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Sam walks over and calls this guy Hun. Uh, Sam's been super busy. She was yeah, that late. made me mad. I was like, that's not Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and then the triangle comes full fruition dun, later dun, in the episode. Um, but he did eat lunch because he has to be off world by 1330. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a couple and they're having difficulties having kids and fertility issues. what? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. So they head to a transporter, which takes oh. them to the Stargate Terminal. Uh, talking about that they they do need a second opinion. Not really. I mean, mm-hmm. the Ashen are hundreds of years more advanced in medicine. Let's than just are. rely on these people that we've known for however long we've known them. Ten years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they walk to the gate as like an adorable couple with their arms wrapped around each other. Aww. They are like a really good looking couple. <laughs> Gross. I did notice in this episode how much Sam looks like Princess Diana. She, yeah, she does. It's like, holy fuck. When you I take her realized. out of the, like, yeah. the, the, the military garb, yeah. Yeah, it's like, geez, what are you doing? Not modeling on the TVs and things. <laughs> she can't work. She's on the TVs. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Joe will be back for the anniversary ceremony tomorrow. If it wasn't for Sam, they would never have met the Ashen. And Joe is off to the Confederation planets, and the Stargate has its very own airplane-like terminal. Hmm. Interesting. Um, this building is actually the Plaza of Nations in Vancouver. Oh, um, cool. The inside and outside. It is a really cool-looking building. It really does look like a futuristic airport. Yeah, it doesn't look like that really anymore. It was supposed to be like a temporary building for some, I forget, expo thing that happened in like the 80s. And they oh. just kind of never took it down. Nice. Um, and I think we've actually filmed here before at some point. I think I remember you mentioning yeah, that. Yeah, because like the glass was basically deemed unsafe, and then they've taken down part of it. Whatever happened to World's Fairs and Expos. Why are those still a thing? Because I don't know. Like I know we've got stuff like uh, like CES. Is that what it's called? Or the stuff out in Vegas? Yeah, like, there's, well, there's a, a bunch couple of, other of them. Things, yeah, an E3. But but where's like my old timey World's Fair stuff? I know, guys. 
Let's make a movement to get the world's fair back. <laughs> um, so then we have credits. Yeah. Uh, we come back, there's a ceremony around the Stargate, and we get a video from our president. Our worst fears are realized. Fart face has become president. No! Uh, I wrote, President Douchebag. <laughs> uh, Kinsey goes on for on and on about, like, ten years ago, a team codenamed SG-1 working in secret. This is what he sounds like, by the way. Yeah, that's exactly Matthew right. Shannon forged a great the resemblance alliance. is uncanny. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I quote Jack's mission Are report. Are you in this room right now? <laughs> <laughs> All the great stuff we have now. Future is secure. <laughs> Um, <laughs> as he talks, we see Daniel in a very spiffy-looking black suit. Very good-looking, Daniel. Uh, yeah. Sam is dressed in a dress we would both like in our closets and would not look that good in. Nope. Uh, and she's referred to as Doctor, clearly yeah. retired from the military. Doctor Carter? Well, she's just probably retired. All right. From the fine. military. Okay, fine. I mean, she's still, she's a retired colonel. Yeah. So they mentioned at the well, end, colonels. Didn't you, wouldn't you like, hang on. So how does that work? When you retire, you don't keep your title? You, I think y- you can if you I would choose. be like Colonel Dr. Carter, bitch. <laughs> I think it's, I think, you know, technically Ms. she can Carter, go by that yeah. honor. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can go by that honorary if you want, but yeah. you know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All of the teams. All of them. I can't get over Ms. Carter <laughs> Sorry. Um, that happens in that bedroom we see later in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and and Teal'c is in some Chulak garb. And if you notice, he doesn't have a serpent mark on his forehead this episode. That's right. Um, and Jack is missing, though. Conspicuously absent. Hmm. Um, That's always a bad sign. Because you always know <laughs> something's wrong. Yeah. So, uh... They get some award around their necks. There's an Air Force Honor Guard that does a 21-gun salute, which the sound irritates the Ashen. And I go, can you do that inside a building? Uh, yeah, Is a glass it- building? <laughs> I understand there are blanks, and I don't know how that works. Can you do that inside a building? And, uh, and glass. Glass yeah. paneling. Gla- like, not just any building. It's like-, like, I know there are blanks. I know there's something, like, shooting. But there's still something shooting out of it. It doesn't go anywhere. But, Somebody like, tell us still- how blanks work. <laughs> I don't know anything. Somebody who understands guns. It just doesn't. I'm gonna pull. Seem... In, I'm gonna recruit boyfriend Jessica. <laughs> like a thing. Um. Anyway, at the reception following them, they've taken off their medals because they're not flashing showy like that. Uh, and everyone has a glass of champagne. Although if you notice, Teal looks like juice because it's Teal. He doesn't drink alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Um. And he we're joined to. by Janet. And Joe's there too. Dr. Janet. Um, she's got that really cool hair, like do thing. I know it's like there's all curlies on the side. Yeah, like she's uh, she should be traveling on Star Tours. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. like, there's a little video of all oh the people God. that travel and her Star suit Tours. Even looks like Star That's Tours. That's what I mean. Yeah, oh, she's man. she's traveling to Star Tours. Clearly, she's going she to is crossing uh, genres, Boom. not genres. It's the same genre. Yeah, sagas. Yes, crossing sagas, brands, worlds, and star stars. <laughs> star Tours is Star Wars, guys. Oh, it's gonna be a rough know. one. Yeah, Star Tours is the ride for Star Wars related things at Disney. Yes, uh, hosted by our friend C three PO. Yeah, um, and R two. Our two is awesome. And they take you on a tour and then you're doing it's crazy. And you can ride it multiple, 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 multiple times because they mix and match little scenes. 
And there's I, always a rebel on board. I didn't once ride it for three hours straight wanting to see every single possible I just keep option. wanting to get picked to be one of the rebels. I, I want to be a rebel spy. Oh, I got to be a rebel spy. You rebel spy. There was only five people in the car, <laughs> but I got to be the rebel spy. Yes, that works. <laughs> they usually pick kids, stupid kids. Yeah, and there were no kids in this one. That's why you go with kick all kids out of your rides, guys. Daddy, kids, taking out my fun. All right. Yeah, because we get to the we get to the touching moment here as we leave Star Wars. Uh, they raise a glass to General Hammond, yes, who passed six years ago. And later on in the episode, they say that he died from a heart attack. Which um, I'm gonna have to gut check you here real badly. <gasps> okay. Um, Don did pass a number of years ago from a heart attack. Oh. So hearing this way beforehand was like. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's kind of awful. Yeah, Don unfortunately did pass from a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Um, but so yeah, hearing this is sort of like a precursor of like the same thing. It was, yeah, yeah was a. Uh, it was oh, not okay. four years after this, right? Which is good. Thank God. Yeah. But yeah, it's um yeah. So raise a glass for Don, let alone General Hammond. So, um. And they do note that Jack isn't here. Teal'c says, well, he's made his feelings very clear about the Shun Alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, Janet's like, I almost didn't come myself. I mean, right. it's 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 easier for the rest of you guys. Your job was made obsolete. Um, yeah. And she's about to continue talking when Mollum, Melon, I'm just going to call him Melon. Melon Bell. Uh, comes oh. over and takes Joe, who is an ambassador, by the way, mm-hmm. away to go meet some peoples who are uh, important or something. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, but they do all agree to dinner uh, later. Yes. And they say goodbye with some pecks on the cheek because they're very old friends and that's what you do and it's really Every horrible. time they think about dinner, I think of the time that they went to that place. <laughs> Got like four steaks yeah. each. <laughs> I want them to always do that. So if anything, dinner is always a happy thought. Exactly. <laughs> Let's go eat all the steaks. I mean, they're clear this is just, it's their family. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so Janet and Sam walk and talk. Janet is feeling more than a little unneeded. Everyone's taken an anti-aging vaccine, anti-cancer vaccine. More and more medical miracles are coming down the Shen pipework every day. And, like, the medical profession is going, we have nothing to do. Which is a good thing. Yeah, but you've also removed someone's profession. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, would doctors spend, like, an easily what? 10 years in school, more or less? 1,000 years in school. 7 million hours. (laughs) They sell their souls. Yeah, yeah, basically. For a caduceus. Yeah. (laughs) And then they put the caduceus in their heart. I mean, basically, they just go to school to be able to spell caduceus, right? That's right, right, yeah, because I can't spell. (laughs) That's like the final exam. Can you spell this symbol? Yeah. Caduceus. What is this thing's name? (laughs) (laughs) And actually, what you normally see as a caduceus is not a caduceus. Oh, okay. Because there's like the rod of ass with the two snakes. Yeah, like there's the rod of ass. Blah, blah. I forget the actual uh-huh. name of it because I say Aesop and it's not because no. I know Aesop's fables, but yeah. it's not. But there's the the rod of the snakes and the wing one. They're separate because the rod one only has one snake, oh. and that's technically the medical symbol, like the one you see on EMTs. Yeah, is different. Then, well, the caduceus is actually the winged one, but that's not the medical symbol. I think gotcha. that's what it is. Yes. So its its meaning comes from different. It's just been taken by the medical profession. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was trying to find it, but it's not going to happen, so let's keep moving. Okay. Caduceus anyway, talk next Caduceus time, guys. Caduceus talk next time. Um, so Sam uh, Sam knows the feeling. The science she deals with is so advanced sometimes, so far over Sam's head that she feels like a lab assistant. Mm. Janet goes, but you have something to do. At least you're assisting, yeah. So I don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now Janet wants gossip. Are you preggers yet? And yeah. she's like, no. Uh, she's like, the Ashen say everything's fine. And Janet's like, yeah, I don't trust them yeah. at all, period. Why don't you just Janet's come here? Janet's like dead on. Like, <laughs> I know. Her, yeah, her perception's like, ah, things aren't good here. She's like, I was your doctor for a hell of a long time. Why yeah. don't you come here? I will look at things. Because mm-hmm. um, they've been trying for like three years, apparently. That's time to, yeah, something yeah. might be wrong. But again, the oh, the Listen Shen, to Matt and Dory. Exactly. Have any questions on? Oh that. my gosh! Yeah, seriously. Uh, um, it's called uh, Matt and Dory's Egg Excellent Adventure. Uh, <laughs> Not that anything unnoticed needs our help being plugged. No, it doesn't. But yeah. Well. <laughs> um, but they have put it this way: this is a podcast about um, IVF and and going through the fertility process. I don't want kids, and yet I'm in, like engrossed in this podcast because Matt and Dory are basically the coolest people and like relationship goals. <laughs> and I basically listen for the talk about Bo and how cool they are. Aww, and Bo. yeah, um, <laughs> Bo is their really amazing dog who I acknowledge some kinship, or, like Kaylee acknowledges some kinship with because you know Bo has some behavioral problems, he's <laughs> and like I appreciate that yeah. as a dog that some once in a while can get reactive to things. <laughs> but Anyway, it's a really great podcast. You don't even have to be going through IVF to appreciate it. Maybe Sam could have used their podcast. They, I think she could have because they take things honestly and with humor. Yeah, that's great. Anyway, what anyway, else? so what happens? So with many Mitchin Town, Mitchin Town <laughs> tangents. Anyway, it's Janet's office. Janet's like, yeah. Uh, your ovaries are broken, and the Ashen could not have missed that fact. Yeah. They be lying to you. Straight up. <laughs> Straight lying to your face. Yeah. Um, and Amanda has some pretty top doc acting here where she's like, yeah. right now my concern is not like the why, but how they could, why were they, were they lying to me? Yeah. Not the why of how my ovaries are damaged, but the why yeah. have they been lying to me? Yeah. It's an interesting reaction. You know, she's, it's not about, uh, you, you know, when a woman finds out she can't have babies, yeah, there's a lot of just time where you sit there and you kind of hurt yourself or beat yourself yeah. up for it. And she doesn't waste any time on that. Well, I... Th- I think she's, like, putting it away. I think she is. I, I yeah. think right here she's doing the same compartmentalizing that she did for how many years working in, in the yeah. Air Force. And she's like, right now, that's not something I can do something about. Yeah. Right now, what I can do something about is figure out why I was lied to. But it to. makes sense that she's angry. Oh, she's that pissed. is part of it, yeah. She spends a fair amount of this episode justifiably pissed. Yeah. And controlling yeah. it very well. Yeah. And not letting her it influence what it's she's trying to do. It's interesting to see how much of this goes when we get to the end of this and we roll back time yeah uh how much of that is still affecting her like she doesn't remember it but the idea i like i wonder if she can have children now well she probably can because she hasn't gone through the anti-aging they very directly lead to the fact that this anti-aging vaccine is what's damaged her ovaries that's right so all the women like 91% 91% of the women right. they're essentially this, sterilizing the humans. they are yeah. and there is also speaking to her pissed off in this episode there's one episode like, there's a scene like in this episode that I have 
some qualms with, and I think you will oh, too. Oh yeah, I think I know which one you're Especially talking about. Especially we'll coming there. off of Wonder Woman, yeah, have some qualms with. We'll yeah. get there. Um, <laughs> so back in the lab, Sam is a touch late meeting with Melon. Yeah, uh, they're trying to <laughs> collapse Jupiter into a star, which. Sam didn't even think it was possible a year ago, but now she's determined and dedicated to get it done. Uh, at some point, Sam snarks that, you know, humans just don't quite think as far as ahead of the Ashendu, and yeah. Melon doesn't even hear it because he has no clue what the fuck's going on. Yeah, he's so <laughs> full of his own, his head so far up his own ass. Oh, yeah. He's dead loving himself. As as the saying goes, I don't know if his eyes are brown, but as the, as the <laughs> saying goes, your eyes are brown because you're that full of shit. Oh, I don't like that one. I know, and it doesn't affect you. It only affects But I him. get it, yeah. <laughs> um, so she's set to do some calculations to find a way to collapse the, the um, sun faster. Mm-hmm. Um, but with her computers, it take weeks. I mean, with the Ashen computer core, which naturally is only for Shen. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to take me a fraction of the time. I love how much he just eats this up. Oh, he's, he's completely so arrogant. To yeah, everything. completely arrogant. And then he, like, belittles her of, like, I don't know why you let me talk you into this. Well, yeah, you tiny little human lady. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of disgusting. But yeah. he gives her access and then leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, so, assigned segments. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, <laughs> so, can you ignite Jupiter into a second star? Yes, can you? Uh, not really. Short answer, no. No, short answer, <laughs> okay. no, not really. Um, some people have tried to call Jupiter a failed star before, quotation marks. Okay. Um, if that's not necessarily completely accurate. Um, I mean, in hypothetical theory... There's the idea that you could, because Jupiter is mostly hydrogen and helium, mm-hmm. that, you know, that's mainly what suns burn. So okay. if you could ignite it, it would burn like a sun. But that's actually not, like, in practice, that's not okay. going to work. Really. Gotcha. Um, although, it, if you artificially set it up, like it sounds like they're trying to do, you might get some reactions. But I don't think it's going to be sustained and turn into a sun in any way. Gotcha. So they can, like... It's like trying to start a fire, but it wouldn't yeah. necessarily. Burn. It, it would might bur- smolder and it burn would out. Bu- smolder, it might burn out really quickly, but it wouldn't be a sustained flame. Right. It would not flame on. Listen, Jupiter, a <laughs> lot of people go to Hollywood and not everybody gets a break. Not everyone gets a break. No. You don't all get to be stars. Uh, <laughs> you reach deep for that one. I appreciate it. <laughs> Um, so there are stars in quotation marks smaller than Jupiter, but those are neutron stars and they're like a completely different whole ball of wax in star world. Um, they're really, really interesting, but they're not necessarily a conventional run of the mill star. Gotcha. Hydrogen helium reaction burning star. Okay. Um, but fun fact, Mm -hmm. Jupiter is so large. It's like. If you combine all the rest, if I remember the number correctly, if you combine the mass of all the rest of the planets, Jupiter's still two and a half times larger. Holy farts. That's yeah. big. Gigantic. Um, it Jupiter, is, bro. It is so large that... <laughs> He's swole. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, so if you if you have two objects orbiting each other, uh-huh. the, the center, like the moon when it orbits the Earth, yes. the, the rotation point is not the center of the Earth. Okay. The rotation point is just off the center of the Earth, because if you think about, like, 
think about you standing and like swinging a heavy weight around you. Okay. You have to lean back a little bit. Yes. Because you can't stand upright. Right. Because it's going to fall over. So you have to lean back. So actually your center of access where your feet are is not where your body center is. I gotcha. So basically Jupiter is so large that the sun and Jupiter, when Jupiter orbits, the center point of that is actually outside the sun. Oh, geez. And you know how large the sun is. That sun's pretty big. Sun's kind of big. Last time I heard. So (laughs) the sun actually has a wobble to it. Okay. Because of Jupiter. Gotcha. That's how giant Jupiter Whoa. is. And yet it's still not nearly big enough really to form a sun. So it's, it's big enough to make the sun wobble, essentially. Yeah. I mean, and, and the sun, and I don't okay. know the number, but the, the Jupiter is tiny compared to the sun. Wow. I mean, the sun is large. Okay. Large. Um, it's, like, it's like when you drive past a giant truck. Yeah. If you're like a semi-trailer, yeah. if you're a big truck, it's enough so that the trailer feels you. Yep. But you're still not big. No. Yeah, <laughs> I got yeah. it. I got it. I got it. Um, I think. Thank you. Close enough. <laughs> um, and actually, the because it's so far out, Jupiter itself actually puts out to its moons more heat than it actually gets from the sun. Chibis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because there's reactions going on inside Jupiter that cause heat. Okay. And very slowly, Jupiter is cooling and getting smaller. Oh. Very, like, t- two centimeters a year. Yeah. Tiny, no... incremental. Yeah. How do they even know that? Science. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's like a really big tape measure. Yeah. That's basically <laughs> how they do it. That's why they sent. Uh, that's why they sent probes out there. Yeah, and so actually, they can wrap each side of it like the birds in Cinderella. Yep, <laughs> yep. And they crashed. Um, I've ju- uh, they crashed the satellite into Jupiter. The same reason they're in the process of of crashing Cassini into okay. um, Saturn, yes. basically because they don't want to have the possibility of microbes that are on the satellite crashing into one of the moons and and basically infecting the moon with with possible microbes from Earth. So the planet's big enough to take the hit, but not the moon. Especially because it is a um, it's a gas giant, so it's gonna basically burn. I got it. And they can get all the data when they when they rocket that thing down into the planet, they can get all the data for the couple seconds or whatever before it gets destroyed. Got it. Got it. Um so there are um, so stars have a much, much, much higher mass than Jupiter. Um, Jupiter is kind of like light and airy compared to a star. Okay. Stars are actually pretty dense. Okay. There are a thing called a brown dwarf star that they're size-wise, their diameter, they're not that, they can be slightly bigger than Jupiter. Okay. I mean, not even twice the size of Jupiter. But you the- can be f- almost the size of Jupiter, but they're Heavier. like- 80 times more dense. Gotcha. They're gotcha. just so much more packed. Um, brown dwarfs are kind of like a... <laughs> so I just can't stop thinking that my dog is a brown dwarf. <laughs> He's just a yes. giant ball of mass. Yeah, no, your dog is a brown dwarf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so brown dwarf turned black. He's a star. <laughs> He's a star. So they're kind of between planets and full stars. Okay. So they're, um, they're not quite stars yet in that they don't have hydrogen reactions. They're not the mass that can kickstart a hydrogen reaction but they still they're not a planet they still kick off energy okay they still have reactions going on in them so they're more than a planet but they're not quite so it's like a middle ground gotcha a brown dwarf okay um 
So you're you're likely much more likely to turn Jupiter into a brown dwarf, but you have to like it's like you have to combine a hundred or it's still a long shot. It's yeah. not an easy. You process. have to combine like seventy five Jupiters into the size of Jupiter. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> to turn it into a brown dwarf. <laughs> seventy five Jupiters. I'll agree. I mean, there's pl- we've found extrasolar planets that are like make Jupiter look small. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine living on a planet that big? I already feel like I don't see enough of ours. I'd be like, fuck, I've never well, looked like this. Well, to be fair, you're never going to get a planet that big that is rocky. That's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> Truth. Anything that big is going to be a gas giant. It's called a gas giant for a reason. All right. It's fine. giant. <laughs> okay, so right after Melon leaves the room. <laughs> My brain has exploded, so I'm just sitting quietly now on this. We're, going, we're going back to Stargate. We're going back to Stargate. Don't worry. So right after Melon leaves, like, he can't even get to the end of the hallway when Janet sneaks in. Uh-huh. And naturally, Sam is a hacker and gets right into the, Yeah, you know. Janet has, like, no chill here. It's like, bro, like, slow down a little. <laughs> Be a little more top secret about this. Yeah, yeah. she's like, the medical subcourse is on code. Sam's like, no, I'm already in that. Yeah, I did it. I did the things. Uh, they start looking up keywords and discover statistics that indicate the worldwide birth rate has dropped 91% in two years. Jeez. Everywhere, coincidentally, that the anti-aging vaccine is gone. Hmm. Hmm. It smells like a duck and it quacks like a duck. It's a pony. It's a pony. <laughs> I usually say it's a goose. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to yell things out. <laughs> I like pony. Pony's pony. a good answer there. Um, ponies can quack like a duck. Yeah. And they can dress up like a duck. They can. Yeah. And you can put feathers on a pony. <laughs> Turn it into a. a, a I have no, We're not Pegasus. even drinking today, guys. I know. <laughs> this is just straight is up straight awesomeness. Pure us. Yeah. <laughs> I do have caffeine, but that's neither here nor there. I Real don't need us. caffeine to drink get this. it up. <laughs> Where's the DJ Miller? Real juice. Drink it up. <laughs> um. So, Janet's like, shut it off. Shut it up. If we're going to get caught. Yeah. Sam's like, don't worry, Mel. Mel leaves me here for hours. Don't worry. We're we'll fine. Janet's like, dude, you're on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see this shit the way I see this shit. You don't. You have lost all perspective. <laughs> like, yeah. this is serious. Please shut it off. Yeah. We we'll don't talk die. about this at dinner. Yeah. We're going to disappear soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they do. They talk about in a bright, ely, yellow, lidded restaurant. Yeah. How is that a good idea? What is with the color scheme in the scene? Yeah. I, that's not appealing that's to eat in. sunset. Like, that's just... <laughs> Let's not even try in this studio to make... They let, like, the new intern light that one. And he's it's, like, this is yellow. But, light this up. But it's like... T- that's like a post tint. Yeah. That is tinted and posed. Somebody is enjoying their blending modes. <laughs> you went too far in that spectrum. Pull Come it back. back. Pull it back. Come back. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Daniel is sure, uh, you know, there'd be public knowledge if something that catastrophic no, was happening no, in the world. No, it wouldn't. You're, oh, Daniel. Yeah. You've been around long You're enough so that you cute. know better than that. Yeah. Um, but they're like, would it? If they can turn planets into stars, don't you think they can control the media? Yeah, no yeah. fucking shit. Yeah. 
So the Ashen didn't even have to fire a shot. Slow and methodical, they are taking over the Earth using the anti-aging vaccine as a mechanism to sterilize the population. I mean, as 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 you know, taking over planets goes. That's really efficient. If you are, if you have time to waste, man, and yeah, you're really that's really smart. Approach. Gain their trust because nothing. There's no buildings going to be destroyed. Nope, everything's just going to be there. Infrastructure will be there. You're just basically you're just waiting them out. Waiting them out. Yeah. In 200 years, the Ashen will have the planet to themselves. Janet says that, you know, the night before General Hammond died, he called and he said that he had to speak to her about something that he couldn't talk about over the phone. And the next day, you know, Janet's like, I knew him dying of a heart attack was impossible because he was in perfect health. Hmm. So here they are indicating that, hmm. he, that Hammond found out about this and it was killed for it. Which is dark. Yeah. A poor Hammond always becomes the first target. And that just... God, okay. He is the head of the... Yes, he's the head of the team. He's the guy in charge. It's it's like taking out, like, the dad of the family. I know. It's like the one guy that you feel is supposed to be safe, is yep. supposed to be fine. But they seem to, like, last episode also, that's always the first guy they come for. Yep. I don't feel good about this. No, I don't either. Um, But at the time, she assumed, like everyone else, that Ashen were their saviors. So six years ago, you know, they just assumed the Ashen were here to save us. Yeah. Um, The others are hesitant to even let Joe, like, like, Sam, can we not, like, I know you love Joe. He's a cool guy. Can we not tell him right now? Because if he goes to the president, president tells the world, they're like, every army on earth what's left because they do indicate that the armies have basically been dismantled right somewhat because they even say later that the stargate terminal is the last heavily defended place on earth Mm. so he goes every army on earth could assemble and they couldn't even defeat the ashen the ashen defeated the gould yeah fuck yeah so they're like maybe we could go find the tolan what's left of the survivors of the tokra um, Teal'c says that there's only a few Jaffa left that remain loyal to the Tari after the war ended, which is an interesting statement. Whoa. Yeah. There's only a few symbiotes left to go around between the Jaffa, which I'm sure that creates a super complex and intricate dynamic system yeah. on Chulak when you have a few symbiotes and the Jaffa... Uh, I don't know if they haven't trusted the Ashen, if the Ashen couldn't find a solution to, to, like, alleviate them from relying on the symbiotes. Yeah, or maybe they're just, maybe the Ashen just aren't interested. That's what I'm saying, like, it's, they don't really answer if the Ashen couldn't or if the Ashen didn't. didn't. Yeah, (laughs) I gotcha. Um... And Sam realizes that they don't even have control of the Stargate anymore. Yeah. And suddenly she kind of overlooks everyone, takes a step back and go, what the fuck did we do? All of a sudden she's figured out what Janet's been trying to tell her. Yeah. And I'm sure what Jack was trying to tell yeah, her. Yeah. Which is probably why Jack's not there anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so they're like, this morning we were celebrating and now Daniel wishes that they could take it all back. Yep. And she, Sam's like, well, maybe we can. Dun, dun, dun. General Hammond sent them a note in 1969. If yes. they can dial out at precisely the same, same time as a solar flare, they could send themselves a message years ago. So they're like, well, predicting a solar flare is impossible for them. Right. But they have the Ashen computer. <laughs> and the That's Ashen smart can advanced. do it. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're building a star over here. I'm pretty sure they can plan when yeah. a solar flare is going to happen. Yep. 
So Janet just wants to, you know, ask if they have the right to change the lives of the entire human race. Yes. Um, but if they don't, they're going to live to see the end of the entire human race. Yeah. Well, the thing is, here's 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 why to me it seems okay. Because they did this to the human race. They did do this to the human race. But you do have the question of just because you started, just because you you, you kicked off and you were sort of a starting figure of this entire thing, mm-hmm. you still have, like, does that give you the right to change this whole thing? I'm uh, on yeah. their side simply because we've it's established the that the human race will end. Yeah, they don't it's do kind this. of like, um, at that point, well... You can pull it back to this place of it's in your hand. The demise of the human race is in your hands. You yep. open the door for this. You expose the human race to this. Um, so, what if they only brought down the population by fifty percent? Fuck, that's yeah. actually a good thing. <laughs> exactly. Um, Do they? We, would they have? Would they feel like they have the same right to go back and save and this? Change then? it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess. Yeah, we're only looking at whatever's more favorable. Yeah, that's it's, it's where is that line right thing? Yeah. <gasps> well. Yeah, that's true. But if they don't do it, we wouldn't have the rest of the episode. So they go yeah. and do it. <laughs> uh, Sam heads up to Minnesota to visit Jack, who's a bit uh, brisk and scruffy looking. Yeah, he's a scruffy looking nerf herder. <laughs> and uh, when Sam admits that they made a big mistake, he's like, "Which one? Yeah, we made a couple of them. Yeah, we fucked up. They're like the Ashen thing. Yeah, is that not is that not going well for you?" Yeah, I'm real sorry about that. I didn't see that coming. Oh, wait, I did. <laughs> I did. You see this dance I'm doing? This is my told you so dance. Yeah, exactly. I've been working on this told you so dance for about 10 years now. <laughs> Finally get to do it for you. It's so great. Sometimes it brings rain with it because I get a little mixed up and I get a little into my dances. But In it's the my process of so. learning this, yeah. this told you so dance is why there's no fish in the damn pond. <laughs> because it was turned out to be a no fish dance at some yeah. point. <laughs> now get off my lawn. That's essentially who we've turned into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all, whippersnappers. <laughs> so Sam wants his help. He's like, I'm not interested in helping you. Yeah. Uh, she explains everything they just discovered and what the plan is, which is detailed, and they have to get the GDO and get to the gate at the right time, dot the right address, and if it wasn't easy, she wouldn't be here asking for his help. Yeah. And Jack's like, so what? So everything we did in the past 10 years is erased? Their mistakes are erased? He's like, that's not my business. My conscience is clear. Yeah. I warned everyone. I raised the red flag and everyone, including Sam, shut me down. Yeah. Yeah, I would be pissed too. I'd be like, I try. I I, I can't. I told you so enough right now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he's like, I like things the way they are. No more saving the world. Just a pond with no pesky fish in it. Mm-hmm. And the biggest question he has is whether or not to get a dog. The answer is Yes. If the question always is to get a dog, dog. the answer is I'm surprised yes. he doesn't already have one. I, I would think mm-hmm. his a previous dog has just passed. Oh, it's gone. And he's deciding if it's soon enough yes. or too soon. That's what I'm saying. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no... Jack had a dog. Are you yeah. kidding me? He's living in a cabin. Jack had yeah. a dog. Yeah. Like five dogs. <laughs> I'd have a, a gaggle of dogs. They're probably called the pack. <laughs> I like gaggle. A gaggle of dogs. It's like cardam of corgis. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how well corgis would do up in there in Minnesota, but I'd have them anyway. Or a grumble of pugs. <laughs> that one's real. <laughs> I've heard of cardam of corgis. I don't know where I heard it from. <laughs> anyway, um, so Sam's like, 
I'm talking about the future of the human race. And Jack's like, yes, yeah, so was I. Yeah. Try again. <laughs> yeah. Sam's like, we're doing this with or without you, but our chances are a hell of a lot better with you. Mm. Um, and Jack wants to know what her dearly beloved ambassador has to say about this. Yeah, that probably doesn't help the, the no. situation either. <laughs> Remember that time I loved you? And Sam is like, I haven't told him yet. And he's like, well, maybe he can help. And there's clearly some other yep. unresolved oh, emotional yeah. issues here. Yeah. I think Jack's like, not only were you wrong with the uh, Shen, you were wrong with... You picked the everything. wrong dude. You picked the wrong path. Yep. And I now you want me back to help you? And and yeah, she's technically not saying it romantically, but no. she is. She's saying, I, I need you. I want you back. And he's like, fuck off. Well, at this point, she is not pissed at Joe. No, no, no. Well, that's what I mean. It's not in a romantic sense, but she is saying, we need you. I fucked up. Help me. So Sam um, beams back to the Stargate terminal and lets them know that Jack said no. Mm -hmm. There's one original GDO on display at the SGC. Uh, There's a museum there now. So Sam and Daniel go there. Teague will head back to Chulak, so not to arouse any more suspicion than they already have. Mm -hmm. Back at the SGC, the elevator opens with a tour guide. <laughs> oh my. Who's the most chipper person in the entire fucking world? And the most, like, not knowledgeable. Human. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Who? Uh, no. Well, to be fair, that is the technical name of the room. That's fair. That is the technical name of the room. Yeah. She is technically correct. Yeah. I mean, she's she's saying all the information they fed her. It's not yes. her fault she they gave no. her all the information. But I love when they're like, can anyone guess what's on this level? And the kid's like, it's the gate room. Very close. Dana's like, no, actually, it's the fucking gate room. Yeah. She's like, nope. What very few people remember is that officially it's known as the embarkation room. Oh, God. Because that's where the SGC teams embarked from. She's the worst. <laughs> and we're She's lucky. the absolute worst. <laughs> she's the worst. And then she shows them a picture of SG-1, but it's not her personal favorite team of the command. Yeah. Who the fuck asked you? <laughs> and we're walking. Yeah. That's where I would have tripped her. If I were Sam, Sam's a better person than me. Daniel for that sake. I would have just, like, pushed her. Jack would have. Yeah. Jack. Oh, whoops, sorry. Oh, oh. Cloud got Someone cloud pushed little... into me. I'm yeah. sorry. Cloud got a little rowdy. So they head into the embarkation room, <laughs> and photos are $27, and don't touch the Stargate replica, or you'll leave fingerprints. <laughs> And someone in the back in a picture throws up the Vulcan salute. <laughs> like, long and prosper. Yes, I missed that. Yeah, it's hard to see. It's like a quick thing. Yeah. Uh, and then Sam and Daniel, as they go up the ramp, Jack is walking down the other side of the ramp, and we're walking. Oh, God. <laughs> You're going to officially start saying that at and every point now. It's happening now. I, I kind of want to go to Disney right now just to do it. <laughs> so they meet up with Jack in the briefing room, which is covered in sheets and all packed up in storage. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack is... You know, still thinking about a dog. Black lab. Um, but meanwhile, when shopping, he is he's a lab person. Yeah. It's either a lab or a spaniel or clearly, obviously, a, a Australian shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, uh, listen, when you're in the woods like that, the black lab gets really That's easily lost. That's true. You lose them. It's hard to see ticks on them. Also, right. it doesn't show up in any pictures. No. Dark had a lot of black dogs. Yeah, no <laughs> pictures. Um, but they went. Sh- he went shopping. He has hats and stuff for them. But the GDO is fake. Yep. Um, which is when Walter walks in and finds them and starts berating them until he notices. Oh, it's SG One. <laughs> 
he still works here as a sort of operations tech advisor. Yeah, I and, guess that makes sense. And they're just here for old time's sake. <laughs> uh, we were just taking these zets that we found in the armory. He's like, no, 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 you we, weren't. We take this? And he's like, yes, 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 we are. <laughs> uh, more importantly, where is the real GDO? Yeah. Uh, he's like, look, I'm not a sergeant here anymore. You can't just, like, order me around and you're not colonels. Like, that's not how this works anymore. Yeah, we're on even playing fields. I'm totally <laughs> bluffing right now. Please don't help. Please don't hurt me. He's like, you're not supposed to have a GDO. Uh, Deanna's like, again, that's fine. We don't want this one. We'd like the real one, please. Uh, the real one's on the president's desk in the Oval Office. Yeah, because it could be in any better place. Yeah. And, and Jack's like... Walter is your name. <laughs> you need to trust us. Yeah. Uh, That's walk- a good save. I know. Yeah. Walk away. Pretend we were never here. Everything will be returned on Thursday. <laughs> and after a little not wanting to, he finally does give in. And he yeah. leaves. Trust in the team. We'll, well tell he him- knows these guys. I mean, he's seen enough. Yeah. But everything will be returned to him and explained on Thursday. Yeah, totally. So Jack says the last time he was in the Oval Office, he got kicked out. Not surprising. Uh, uh, but they can't, can, like, can they do anything about GDO? Not really. And Sam thinks she can get Joe to help. Like, yeah. she knows he'll help. Yep. So back in uh, Sam and Joe's house, Sam is lying on the bed waiting for him. Uh, he assumes when he walks in that Sam, when Sam left the house early and then he left the lab early, she was, like, depressed about the fertility issues. Mm. Um, she's like... He's like, look, we can just keep trying. And Sam's like, no, we can't. No, yeah. we can. We're done. We're done. Let's have a discussion right now, you and I. Yeah. So at the restaurant, Jack, Daniel, and Janet are having Jack Daniels. <laughs> it's the first time I've made that joke, guys. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny right now. Uh, they're having dinner. I'm going to have a Janet Daniel. Oh, <laughs> That have a little bit of a spice twist to yeah, it. Like a, exactly. a like a little, berry, like, but still spicy yeah, twist. Yeah, well, I was thinking even like some bitters would be good. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Boom. Uh, so Daniel has a very basic message he thinks they should send. Um, and apparently they can't just stick it on a rock and throw it through because of the automated defenses. So here's what I'm guessing they mean by that. Because they don't... Ha- we on our side... Mm. on on <laughs> We on our side. Yeah. On the SGC side... Yes. There's not automated defenses. Okay. There's, you know, guys with guns. Standing there. If yeah. they see just a rock coming through, they might they think do. it's a grenade. They're going to kill it. But they're not going to, like, shoot at it. Yeah. You know, they'll duck and cover. Yeah. So I'm guessing they mean uh, in the Stargate Terminal. Okay. Um, and we see those later, the little weapons pods. I'm yeah, assuming that's is true. what the automated defenses yeah. are. So what I'm assuming is how they know to fire is that they have like like speed sensors or something. Yeah. So if they saw a a, a large object flying at a high speed towards the gate, they would destroy it. Right. As opposed to a letter, a small letter that's just kind of floating through. Because I'm also a paper. Ass- yeah. Yeah, and I'm also assuming the question is we see later. Jack fires a harpoon, not at the Stargate, but, like, off to the side. Yes. So I don't know how the automated defenses let that go, but would it let a rock go? Well, I wonder if it's because it's not directly at the gate. Which is, again, I'm kind of maybe going to go with that because at the same time, like... It's not directly at the gate. It's also not the same 
volume or mass. Yeah, and, and we had we had a, a, a faithful listener right uh-huh. in and and make the point of like if you're gonna shoot the harpoon at the gate and the gates open and you've already sent the GDO code, so right. you the iris is open. If you're firing from that angle, just fire it at the, gate, the gate, and true. it will land a foot. Into the yeah. deck on the other side with a dead attached to it. But I guess if there are those weapons, which then is that's what I'm what guessing, would ruin that. Okay, that's why you couldn't do that. That's well, what there I'm. You go. That's yeah. what I'm guessing because he's able to fire the harpoon near the stargate, and it does. Fire, weapons are already firing there, but they don't fire at the at the harpoon. They don't destroy it. So, but he is shooting off to the side of it. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, I guess these sensor things just have like a 3D map of the room and could tell it wasn't being fired at the stargate. Is my only retcon yeah, as like to how a, this works? A, yeah, I mean, it's following the angle, the, the trajectory yeah. of the harpoon, and it's not seeing it as a direct, uh, a, yeah. a direct threat. And that's the only thing I can sort of immediately think of is why they can't throw a rock and something at the Stargate, but they can shoot something next to the Stargate. Right. I'll so, take that. Yeah. So Jack um, wants to at least be able to put on their Who won the Super Bowl in 2004. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Dan's like, no. Yeah. World Series? No. Grey Cup? Now Daniel's just ignoring him. He's like, I don't even know what that is. Because uh, I'm and, Daniel. Well, da- yeah. And, Daniel wouldn't. Well, yeah. Michael Shanks would. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. By the way, Grey Cup is the Canadian Football League Championship. Oh. Because, guys, Canada has football. Like, North American style, not soccer. Okay. Canada has their own football league. Oh, I didn't know that. Exactly. <laughs> There's like nine teams in it. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't they just play rugby? I don't know, but they have cool names like the Tiger Cats and the Alouettes. The Alouettes? <laughs> and the Argonauts. Oh, shit. That's a badass name. I know. The stand- Their captain is always called Jason. <laughs> 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 the Rough Riders and Eskimos and Bombers. Whoa. Like, come on. Where's our Jason? Oh. <laughs> Like, oh, Jason, my Jason. I'm sorry. Jason and Tennille. I got him all day. Captain Jones. What else I got? Jason Crunch. It's my favorite cereal. So anyway, that's what the Grey Cup is, guys. Um, and so he's like, no, you can't have any of those. Jan is like, I wrote it in my own hand, so I'll recognize the handwriting. Uh-huh. Jack's like, we should all write notes, so just in case I don't make it to the gate, you guys keep trying. Mm-hmm. So back at the Carter Faxon house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys, Joe knew the whole time. Whoa. Um, it was only supposed to be a third of 91%. Wow. Uh, which Sam is beyond pissed at. But yeah. Like, Let me put that aside to deal with the direct issue. Again. I will kill you later. <laughs> yeah. You're going to die. But um, you're not going to be the first to die. Apparently, the Ashen insisted on it because they can see further ahead than us. And if we didn't limit our growth, we were just basically SOL as we are now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe is pissed that it's not the numbers they agreed to. Mm-hmm. But to Sam is like, I don't give a shit about the numbers. You sold us out. Yeah. You told like, no one. And you also didn't tell me. Yeah. And Joe's like, look, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't get on my case for this. Before the alliance, you spent your entire adult life in secrecy. You know how this works. And Sam's like, no, different situation. Yeah. Joe's like, no, it's not. Same situation. No, no. Yeah. Um, Joe's like, our population was unstable. Without drastic measures, the Ashen didn't think we were worth investing in. Hmm. But they went too far. 
Joe doesn't believe that they did it deliberately, and there may be a way to reverse it. See, that's where I think he's just being stupid. Well, I would say, personally, I don't think that the... I think the Ashen did it on purpose, but at the same time... From his point of view, it would make sense of if if this was if they have this this anti aging that controls through the percentage of the population on their planet, mm-hmm. maybe they do it with them to keep the population under control. Yeah. And it's a fair way; it's like a lottery, yeah, to control the population. I guess what I'm saying though is they've got to have stats and numbers. They know what they're doing. If they did it when they started, they know now. They do. But what I'm saying is when they they thought it would directly translate one to one, maybe to right. to humans, mm-hmm. and they they're realizing in the past two years they saw these numbers spiked, and they're trying to, they don't want to admit that they did it, and they're trying to course correct and maybe try to bring that yeah. number down. They're realizing that it is way more effective in humans than it ever was in the Shen. Sure. So I'm like because right. I don't because we don't know. It's an option. It's an option. It's an option. I'll give they, you that. They're most likely yes. They did it on purpose because they want oh, to yeah. get rid of us. But at the same time, because they jerk. because we don't see anything else in here that is overtly malicious. Okay. Um, I think that there is a possibility that the, this is something that they've used before and they did not realize how effective it would be in humans. Okay. And it's been two years that is probably just long enough to realize how high the number has gone and they're, and not enough time for them to course correct it and bring the number back down to what they're going for at 30%. Um, I'll give you that it's an option. Yeah, and that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't... It's not something I, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I, I do believe they did that on that purpose. an option. But from his and, point and of view... And it is good. It gives people... It's ambiguous. It gives people the chance to think either way. So I think when Joe thinks that that is true, I think Joe's completely honest in that... He, he really does be- believe really that. really does believe that. Okay. Um... So, um, Sam's like, you don't get it. Like, it's the same as the ghoul wiping us out. It's just yeah. happening slower. It's just a smile on your faces while they're wiping us out. Mm-hmm. Joe's like, I need to talk to the president. And Sam's like, yeah, it's but fun. not about this shit. Yeah, uh, don't trust I, that motherfucker. And, like, I don't give a shit what excuse you use. Mm-hmm. I don't care how you do it, but you're going to go into the Oval Office tomorrow morning and you're going to exchange this fake GDO for the real GDO. Yep. Um... And he's like, I don't really have an option in this two He's like, you no. bet your ass you fucking don't. No, you really don't. Yeah. Um, I can still kill you with my pinky if I want to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have those abilities. <laughs> so in Sam's lab, it's a little hot in here since there's a giant holographic sun, as Jack puts it. Uh, and Sam is using the Ashen computer to predict solar flares. Janet has uh, her ticket to Chulak all set up, mm-hmm. and Sam gives her the coordinates that Teal'c will need to dial to when it comes to the gate, the one that's, like, directly on the other side yes. of the sun during the solar flare. Um, and then Joe arrives. It is pretty clear that there is some beef between Jack and Joe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's called Sam. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing it's something to do it's with the scientists. May or may not, yeah, have something to do with the tall, pretty blonde. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. The room. <laughs> uh, so he does have the GDO, uh-huh. but not on him. He'll only hand it over if Jack will give Joe his word that Sam will not have any part in this. Um, excuse me? I, I, I'm going to get through the rest of it before yeah. we explode on this issue. Yeah. Uh, it's in a briefcase at Customs, a Stargate terminal, and it won't be released without his authorization, and he wants Jack's word. It's not negotiable. He won't let Jack risk Sam's life. Whoa. Now, somehow, 
Sam is fucking standing here and not at once goes, excuse me, bros. Yeah. Uh, I believe it is my choice. What the if fuck I, I do with my life? My life. I wonder if at this point she's like, no fucks. Talk whatever you want. <laughs> Shit's going to happen the way I've already decided it's going to happen. And she does happen. go in at the end. But I was like, um, like, fuck both of you. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Yeah, I, here's what I think. I think Sam is 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 better than we are in the sense that she's Probably. like. Probably. You can sit here and argue this all you want. It's not your call. <laughs> Probably, but you know I what I mean. Like, like she just knows that, and she's like, "Okay, have fun, you two. I'm gonna like, go do actual shit." I, I'm hoping because yeah. and knowing Sam, that's, that's gotta probably be how it. it is. You guys have your pissing match. Yeah. You decide what I'm gonna Just do. Okay. And, yeah. Sit there and, <laughs> and hold your penises at each other. But and that then, whole uh, thing, I was like, "Why? She's literally right next to you. Why are you talking about her like yeah. it's your goddamn choice?" Let the woman speak. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> and again, we just watched Wonder Woman. Uh, and so there's a couple times there where the men are like, oh, no, you're not going to do that. You're uh, going to go do this. And what, is a, what is a meme? Diana, no. <laughs> and then Wonder Woman, Diana, yes. <laughs> yeah, Diana's like, I'll go do whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> you All the men, Diana, no. Wonder Woman, Diana, yes. yes. <laughs> I love it. That's just it. A summary of Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically the whole the film. The entire film. <laughs> Guns, bombs, arrows, swords, <sighs> dresses. But a Idiot. lot of Diana, yes. <laughs> um, and then at some point, Jack agrees. Sam won't go on this mission. <laughs> Finally, at least Daniel breaks the tension in this room by going, the sun is beeping. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I think the sun's done. <laughs> I think we should take the sun out of the sun oven. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a little brown. How do you know? How do you know if the sun is done? <laughs> exactly. Well, you you know you don't want it to get too 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 dark. You don't. It's, I mean, it is a it's sun. It's toasty. I mean, it's all toasty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you put a thermometer in it? Yeah, you put it. You put <laughs> a, a sun thermometer. You put a toothpick in there. Yeah, if it comes <laughs> out clean, you're fine. <laughs> the, sun's, the sun's clean. <laughs> sun's done. So the toothpick comes out clean, you're good. The sun. How do you check for sun doneness? <laughs> and then, can you eat a sun like medium rare? Can you have it? Like, what if I don't want mine well done? I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm you gonna can... take my sun medium. <laughs> medium sun, please. One sun medium. <laughs> <laughs> There's a solar flare in 57 minutes, guys. Gotta <laughs> go. By the time they're at the Stargate terminal and handing over the GDO, they have six minutes before the message goes. Mm. Uh, Sam passes along, Joe passes along Sam's good luck. Uh, Jack has a giant red bag and a tall poster holder, baggy type harpoony shaped yeah. bag. Hmm. That's not conspicuous. Hmm. There's yeah. blueprints in there, that's all. Jack uh, walks by, he glances back at Janet who walks off, and then Jack passes Daniel, who has a small briefcase, and looks yeah. down at Janet. Okay, shit starts going real fast here, guys. Keep yes. up with me, okay? Yeah. So Jack poorly hides behind a couch, not suspiciously at all, loads no. a harpoon gun, arrow gun thing. Um, I really, I think he's just hiding from the security. I think so. And this thing looks just basic enough to not immediately light if off security. I mean, consider, like... Um, most people aren't going to take a second look at a guy who just ha happens to sit down Stop against the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So outside, 
Joe and Sam are about to beam away, and Sam's like, yeah, you guys, how you're fighting back there? I'm not leaving, yeah. so bye. I do what I want. Uh, and Daniel watches Janet leave for Chulak, and she waves back up at him. Mm-hmm. Jack is watching the situation from the railing when Melon, <laughs> I mean Malum, I mean Melon walks up, uh, <laughs> clearly suspicious to yeah. Jack being here because he knows the history. Yeah. He's like, no, I just came to pick up Teal. You know, right. Teal's my buddy. guy. He's coming through from Chulak. So Janet goes down the elevators through security scanners. Tilk and his friend come through the gate, have their staff weapons with them, and they're told by random dude number one that weapons aren't allowed here. Hmm. The security alarm sounds with Daniel's case. His archaeological equipment does this all the time. Don't yeah, worry. No big deal. Tilk tells uh, that the staffs are used for ceremonial purposes only, but mm-hmm. random dude number one says, sorry, like, you're going to have to leave him with me. You're going to have to let me have it. <laughs> Very well, then. And Tilk shoots I'm him. I'm going to let you have it. Uh, and Daniel takes a zap from his briefcase, shoots a security guard. Mm-hmm. Tilk starts dialing out on the DHD. Yeah. When Melon asks what's going on, Jack hits him with his act gun, <laughs> and the announcement says that a terrorist attack is in progress and to evacuate immediately. Whoa. Strong wording. Yeah. Uh, so you can hear the automated weapons start to activate. There's like this hum growing in the background. Mm-hmm. So they start shooting towards Teal, hitting him multiple times. His friend starts taking out the weapons pods with a staff weapon. Daniel takes cover, starts doing the same. Jack fires his harpoon directly next to the gate. Uh, we're assuming that's not taken out again yes, because of because the, it's not on the gate yeah, itself. Except, yeah. and so I think they're firing at the harpoon, but there's nothing it's going to do to the harpoon. But obviously, it takes Jack out later. Yeah. So Teal's friend dies. The Stargate activates. Teal starts firing at the weapons pods in his place. Mm. Sam hears that things are going down inside and is like, "Fuck you! I don't go help my friends." Yeah. Um, Jack enters in the code on his, in, on his GDO, um, slides down the line he set up with the yeah. harpoon. <laughs> Teal'c is killed by weapons fire. Yikes. Jack falls that's from the line. That's when you know it's bad. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Teal'c dead. Teal'c dead. Uh, Teal'c went out like a boss. I mean, we expect that the other guy's going to die. That's why he's here. Yeah. Let's be honest. That's, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, when Teal'c is out, that's when I was like, oh, this is no good. This is not good. Not um, good things. But he did go out like a boss. Uh-huh. Um, Jack falls after getting hit when he's sliding down. Daniel keeps firing at the weapons pods. Mm-hmm. Sham shows up just in time to watch Jack crawl up the stairs, getting hit shot after shot after shot, falling and dying halfway up the stairs. Yeah. So close, but not quite there. Daniel runs up to try to take up the cause, but he doesn't make it even to, to Jack to get yeah. the note. Um, Sam runs down the stairs. Joe comes running in, yelling for the weapons fire to be shut down, doing no good whatsoever, because no, no one gives in. a shit when you're yelling. Nope. Um, Sam runs up to Jack, grabs the note, is hit by all the weapons fire concentrated yeah. on her now. Yeah, she's taking all the gunfire. Yeah. Falls shortly before the gate, but close enough that she can let go of the note as it flies through the air into the gate. Yeah. Like a magical little leaf. <laughs> That lands back in time after everyone has fucking died. Yes, everyone is dead. Yeah. Uh, Hammett, well, except for Janet. That's true. Janet survives. Because Janet's fucking beast. <laughs> uh, and so back in 2001, which I'm actually guessing is the in-world timeline, is just before the real-world timeline, because 10 years they before 2010 is 2000. <laughs> so yeah. we have to at least be in December, if not earlier, sure. 2000. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's uh, Walter announces that we have an incoming traveler, that it's SG-1, even that the team stands behind him. Mm. Hello. Weird. Hammond has the defense's team stands by as the iris is opened up, and a crumpled note falls through. That's it. Huh. The Stargate shuts down. Jack goes to pick it up, and it says, Under no circumstances go to P4C970, Colonel Jack O'Neill. And it's in his handwriting and his signature. Hmm. Uh, Janet's going to analyze the blood, which will naturally mac up with Jack's. Yeah. Um, 970 was on their mission list, but Hammond isn't taking any chances, and he's removing the planet from the dialing computer. Easy as that. Sam wonders why he sent it or when he sent it. Yeah, you gotta wonder. Yeah. Fade out. Bro. <laughs> this is a really fun episode in the sense it's like you get to travel, we, all these things happen, but at the end... It never happened. Nope. It, it just never happened. Never happened. So all this stuff, like, you know, everybody dies. Yep. Uh, Sam and Jack don't work out. Nope. Uh, you know, the human race essentially gets take, taken over. Yep. Uh, the gold are gone. There's yep. all this weird stuff that's going on. And then it's gone. No, no, no. And then happened. it's gone. Nothing happened. Uh, I mean, you can do... It's you, weird. Well, yeah. technically, you can ask the question of, was an alternate timeline then created if you're going by the multiple oh, universe theory? Yeah. So you've basically just... Instead, you've branched off a new timeline where it didn't happen. So you still have your main timeline where it did, and we're now living in an alternate timeline. That's fair. Very much like the whole Stargate... Or Stargate... Star Trek, Prime Universe, yeah. and Alternate Universe... So there could be a world where they're all dead except for Janet. Yeah. And, and human race, human race will out. eventually die out yeah. unless the Ashen were, you know, can fix it. Yeah. Um, Do you think in 2017 that we'd all be gone by now? Well, they said Like all years. the babies would be gone by now? Uh, well, at the, right now there's still a 91, there's still 9% of the population that's that can fair. reproduce. That's fair. It's just rarer. This was a fun episode as far as like, what if? It's yeah. a good what if episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it as much as the next one, um, but I feel like part of me wants to forget it because it is a what-if Because it is, it is a what-if. Uh, so it doesn't make the list. It, it does not... Oh. I know. I know. It took me a while. I actually spent... I you, if you could see my paper, you could see <laughs> the Multiple amount of lists. times of lists that I've scribbled and made and scribbled and made. Here's the thing. I, I really do love this episode. Uh-huh. But right now I have Winter of Opportunity, Point of No Return, Upgrades, Tangent, and Curse. And I just... Uh, you know huh. what? I think I think this is going to replace Tangent. Oh. I think this does replace Tangent. Um, Curse still stays at number five, but this is going to replace Tangent, I think, for me. Interesting, because in the reworking of my list, <laughs> Tangent may or may not have fallen up. So um, my new list, which okay. I promised I would take time to adjust. Yes. And I did, and I took it home and I adjusted it. Uh, at number one, I put Window of Opportunity. Okay. At two, I put Divide and Conquer. Um, at three, I put Serpent's Venom. Okay, hold up. Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, wait. yeah. One. So one was uh, Window. Two is Divide and Conquer. Um, three is Serpent's Venom. And then number four is still a nice little tied spot because it wouldn't be me if I didn't have things <laughs> that were tied. Um, so what I did here is um, 
Here's why I kept what I kept. A okay. Window of Opportunity is just a fucking fun episode. It's fantastic. It's not going away ever. No, it's never. It's just kind of the greatest. You're working on my backswing. Yeah. Can't forget that line. Uh, and Divide and Conquer gives us a little bit of Jack and Sam yep. love. It's a little ditty uh, a little about Jack, Jack and Sam. And, Sam. Uh, and uh, Jack and some man. Th- I, yeah, I know. We gotta, we're going to get there. Uh, I can't lose that. Um, Serpent's Venom. Um, just gives us a great performance by Teal. It's just so good. Yeah. It's just a really good Teal performance. Um, plus, we see we get to turn someone. We I get know. To turn someone to the good guy side. Yeah. Uh, and and in fourth place, I put Curse and I put Chain Reaction. Okay. And now, and the reason for those two being tied, uh, the stories are not similar at all. You know, no. one's about Daniel and one's about what happens to him and when he leaves and and how uh, and how the uh, what is it the NID? Yes. Yeah. So. But basically, these two episodes are about our big bads. You know, our two biggest enemies, off-world and yep. on-world. Uh, so that's, to me, why they tie. Their okay. importance is the same in that sense. Is like, these will come back to haunt our asses. Yes, they will. <laughs> They're going to come back. Uh, and in five, I put point in our return just because reasons. Okay. And that's where I am. <laughs> And see, I did my homework, guys. Yes, you did. <laughs> you all. We also get to add on. Oh death yes! Counts. Holy farts! We're gonna have so, to take shots after this. Maybe Jack some is up and to Pickleges. four. Sam is up to three. Yes. Daniel is up to four, and Tilk is up to four. Whoa! Because everyone died. The death count is is massive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we lose another a random Jaffa, I guess. Yeah. A random Jaffa kid. Poor guy. Time. Yeah. Um, we're going to have to take some death shots after this. <laughs> yeah, That's going to happen. So next week we have absolute power. Corrupts absolutely. Like basically, yeah. <laughs> Every, time. Every time. Every uh, time. That's for you, Mr. O'Hagan. I had a teacher in school that would always remind us of that. And so anytime the word absolute power came up, it corrupts absolutely. Yep. It's a history teacher. Exactly. Go figure. Shocker. <laughs> um, yeah, this was great. Uh, again, it's a what if, so it's hard to hang on to it. It's kind of like uh, the Futurama episodes, like the what if episodes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what if Bender were human, which, by the way, is my favorite one ever. <laughs> Um, so yeah it's great Uh, it's a good little you know just thing to watch and then um, and then you you forget it yeah a little power cleanser then you let it go then you come back into the real world Um, but yeah we'll see what happens next week we'll see you guys then Uh, you know where to find us on twitter we're at Terra Podcast hey guys speaking of real world absolute power (laughs) you guys know what I'm talking about what you guys know what I'm talking about that's not fair (laughs) no inside jokes what's fun (laughs) is I say these things because we're literally about to go watch the next episode (laughs) fine alrighty you can find us rate and review us on iTunes the guys you you people who have you're You're awesome awesome. and space hugs to you Um, you can find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast you can find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara and you can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com we'll talk to you guys soon uh, with Absolute Power Corrupts Absolutely yes that's a full title yeah alrighty bye bye